Hi, this is Jack Thomas, and you're listening once again to MTG Splosion. I don't have any music for today, so... Impromptu acapella. One, two, three, four. MTG Splosion. I have never been happier in my entire life than I am right now. What did... Did I just go unconscious for a few seconds? Hello, everyone, and welcome again to a very, very exciting episode of MTG Splosion, the podcast for the Todd Mast with the most sod blast. Don't ever try that again. Joining me, as always, are my two best friends, Magic... Likes him the bacon, Mark. I ate three whole packages once. Once, like this morning. That is awesome, disgusting. And Virok sucks him the cheese whiz off him the Ritz cracker, conqueror of worlds. You are off to a really bad start today. Guys, we have a ton of hot news items today. That is, of course, assuming that each individual item weighs approximately a 1,000 pounds. We also have a veritable boatload of listener emails. We will go over those, as well as any other banter or tangents we would like to uh, cover. Ah, You're so dumb. And who knows how many times Mark might fart before the end of this show. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Mark, if you fart once, I'm leaving the show forever. I'm not even joking. No promises. Attaboy, Mark. The first news item I would like to address is shocking, to say the least. I have a friend who is a scientist and a doctor, and he's been spending the last several months conducting research. Now, he believes that there is something that has been afflicting game stores across America for a very long time now that has been going completely unnoticed right under our noses. He believes that there is some sort of thing present in these stores, some sort of agent or element that is afflicting these young souls in these stores and making them wrong about everything, ever, always. Guys, what are your thoughts on this? This is a very serious affliction, and I am a firm believer in its existence. Just recently, I've I've noticed that Nobody in my store can ever open their mouths without saying something just wrong, just quite simply incorrect. Like, people will have conversations about decks, and they will name all the cards in the deck, and they will just mispronounce every single name of every single card while they're doing it. I don't I don't understand. I've been experiencing this as well. The other day at my local store, I opened up a Primeval Titan and was quite excited because it is the highest valued card in the set. But everybody there kept telling me that Grave Titan was worth more, and I said, no, I'm pretty sure I just looked it up. Primeval Titan is worth more than Grave Titan. And they unanimously agreed, all 15 or 20 of them, that Grave Titan was worth more. Which, well, it's quite simply not. Jack, I'm giving you two million points for being up to date on something and for pulling a primeval titan. You are not the host and cannot divvy up points. Minus two million points for you. Damn. Anyway, my friend's best theory so far is that it is some sort of fungus that grows 
in uh, in a mixture of nerd sweat, card plastic, and Mountain Dew air. Mark, have you witnessed anything like this at your store? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, Mark. Um, I'm making a deck. Can you remind me what that one vampire card is? That one that costs two and has haste as long as an opponent has ten life or less. Bloodgeist. Bloodgeist. Gotcha. And what about that one? Um, that one legendary elf from Shadowmoor that uh, it's like green white and it lets you double all your tokens. Rias the Redeemed. Rias the Redeemed. Yeah, it's Rias. Right, just like the actor John Rias Davies. All right, uh, last one. Uh, what's that one uh, planeswalker from Shards of Alara? Um, and he puts all those dragons into play. Sacron Vol. Sacron Vol. Yes, I bet if I were to look it up and read the name very slowly, I, that is exactly how you would pronounce it. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mark. That sounds like a really crappy deck. It really does, Virok. A very crappy deck. And I'd like to thank you for getting us so far off topic. Minus another two million points. <sighs> yeah. Well, this has gotten so serious, I've had to start wearing a gas mask to work. You always wore that. <sighs> yeah, well, you know how it can be in those stores. So, more on that as it develops. Moving on to the next news item, Grand Prix Columbus took place recently, and within its walls was quite the... conspiracy? It was a controversy, not a conspiracy. Minus a million points for Sass and me. It was reported that Drew Levin and Craig Wesco were vying for the top eight. Levin won the match and proceeded to lean back in his chair and say, Derpy derpy do, I bet on the match, even though that's against the rules, and now I'm telling you, dirty do... Duh. That was when Wesco began to cry, and a judge came over and disqualified Levin for betting on himself at a tournament. Levin argued his case by saying, Durr, and drooling on himself, but it was too late. When asked for comment, Wesco pooped his pants and said, Can you change me, Mommy? Then started to cry again. Then they both drooled on themselves. Gentlemen, comments? I think the story speaks for itself, really. Indeed. Gentlemen, do you have any experiences with gambling as far as magic and tournaments go? Every single tournament I enter, I bet on myself and win. Shut up! No, you don't! You shut up! I am going to eat your pancreas. Well, anyway, gambling's been a pretty hot topic recently because of this, especially since Conley Woods pretty much openly admitted to running a tournament gambling ring a couple weeks ago on Monday Night Magic. Virok, knock, knock. Who's there? This subject just got boring. Uh, I'm sorry, Jack. No, finish the joke. This subject just got boring. Who? Don't cry, it's just a banana. I haven't slept in six days. Jack, why haven't it's you... It's time for listener emails. And a one, and a two, and a three, and a three, and a... Ba -ba 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 listener emails. Oh, was I just talking? My eyes were closed. We have a ton of listener emails this week. I think my left eye is bleeding. Now, again, this is assuming that each email weighs about 500 pounds, because we have four, which is an increase of one from last time, which is good, because I'm 
pretty sure if I don't get more for each podcast, I will terminate the show. I'm not even joking. Really, email me. If you are listening to this and you do not email me about it, you are solely responsible for the cancellation of this show. Our first email comes from Nathan Y., who says, One of your co-hosts laughs remind me of Skeletor. I'm pretty sure he's talking about you, Mark. <laughs> yeah. He also says it was a good show and to keep it up. Good email. Could have used a little more praise. B-. minus. Isaac D. writes, I couldn't stop laughing at work. My co-workers thought there was something wrong with me. Please keep making more episodes so that my life is that much more enjoyable. Keep up the good work, Isaac. Mark? I don't care what Virox says, you keep up the farting. I'm brewing one up right now. Yeah, remember that one time I said that if you farted again, I would leave the show forever? I was not joking. That will happen. Then you better pack your bags, huh? Imagine the show without me. You guys would just sit around talking about farts and poop and stuff all day, and it would be nothing but farts. Hmm. <sighs> just go on to the next email. The next email comes from Brian at Half Price Hobbies, who gets a million points for emailing me twice in a row for a total of 100% of the episodes. Keep track of these points, people, because they will be worth something someday. He says, MTG Explosion Episode 2 was so good it drove me into hysterics. I now rove the land, slapping people who do not listen to the words of Jack Thomas, Mark, and Virok, Conqueror of Worlds. I slap them like a ninja. He has a question for Virok. What is the plural form of ninja? Is it ninjas? Uh, I believe it's ninjai. Very good. He says, please keep up the excellent work. Mr. Thomas, what you do is sorely needed across the MTG podcast landscape. I wholeheartedly agree. Another two million points to Brian for such an exquisite email. Again, that was halfpricehobbies.com. Although I hope it doesn't take too long to get to your order if you do order anything, because he is now roving the lands, but perhaps he has some sort of servant or robot running his store in his place. Our last email is very special. We have received a message from Tangent from Manuscrewed, another popular podcast on the podcast network of MTG Cast, the podcast network for MTG. He says, what is up, gentlemen? Freaking amazing show, and I will happily stomp the faces of anyone who says different, or at least make fun of them harshly on my own show. I think this is good. Between all of the slapping and stomping, we seem to be building ourselves a veritable army. Not exactly what I had in mind when I first set out to make the podcast, but I think it could have its advantages. Jack, are you having a dream sequence? I'm daydreaming, if that's what you mean. I, I, I just, I, I, I can't hear it. Nothing's happening. Why would you be able to hear my thoughts? You can't hear my thoughts. That's crazy. Then what was that noise? What noise, Virok? Ah, uh, nothing, I guess. Anyway, Tangent has a couple of questions for us. First one is, how many mythics on average does Mark open any single M11 booster pack? Mark? One. Why not two? You get a foiled mythic in every pack too, don't you? Nobody's perfect. 
His next question is, is there any possibility of an alien invasion to steal our MTG limited resources? And seeing as these are limited, I would have to say that they are always at a risk of being stolen by anyone. Although personally, I wouldn't say that there is any risk of them being stolen by aliens per se. Good luck even trying to find any within 2.8 million light years of here, if you know what I mean. But there is, however, always the very, very real danger of commu-Nazis. And if they were to get to our limited resources and steal them, it might be catastrophic. I hope that answers your question, Tangent. His last question is, will the poopers ever bless us with a sweet ringtone? And my answer to that would be absolutely, positively, maybe. The poopers are currently on a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, each of the members are currently working on solo projects, but we will definitely be returning to the studio someday. As for ringtones, I'm pretty sure the internet is absolutely packed to the brim of websites that let you customize your very own ringtones. So if you were to go to, say, myspace.com slash Jack Thomas and the Poopers and order a CD of your very own, you may take one of those MP3s and turn it into whatever you like, including a remix, perhaps? I think that might be kind of fun, don't you guys? Yeah, yeah, your music is really, really, really good. It's good stuff there, Jack. Good job. Thank you. Tangent finishes by saying, keep up the insanely freaking phenomenal work, guys. Five million and a half points to Tangent for such a wonderful email. Again, if I don't receive at least five emails next week, there won't even be a show. I think I'll even record the show just to delete it and not upload it. I'm really serious. Jack, I think you need to ease up on the whole email thing. Wake up, V-Rock. What? Wake up, V-Rock. I... V-Rock. I... 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 Wake up. I am awake. Wake up. I... Wake I'm up. awake. I don't know what Wake you're... Up. How you're doing this? V-Rock. What? You haven't spoken in several minutes. How long has it been since you've slept again? Six days, V-Rock. Do you get some sort of mind powers when you don't sleep? Well, the vortex on my wall has been getting bigger with each passing day. <laughs> uh, I love you, Vera. Ah, Mark, did you just hear that? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it's time for the next segment. No! One, two, no! three, four. On to the next segment. Ow! My id! Well, Scars of Meriden News has been trickling in rather steadily. I think I can see racism. And we have confirmed that Poison will indeed be making an appearance due to the newly revealed keyword, Infect, which mixes Wither with Poison. Now, gentlemen, how do you think Poison is going to interact with Scars of Meriden's other sub-themes, Horsemanship and slivers. Okay, first off, you have used the word gentleman way too many times in this podcast. They have done extensive research and have proven that it is physically impossible to use the word gentleman too many times. The same goes for doctor and indeed. Okay, whatever. Well, horsemanship is just another good form of evasion, so expect to see some big old infecty horse lord getting spoiled here soon. Also, probably... Every single sliver will have infect. That's just my guess. 
We can probably expect games to last uh, no more than four turns, even in a uh, limited environment. That is also my guess. So what about this whole two different types of packs thing? Oh, yes, yes. Well, my buddy Jinky was talking to me about this uh, a couple of days ago. I think he said something about, like, I don't know, they're going to, like, have two different types of packs that they sell or something for Scars of Mirrodin. And, and I don't know, he, he said something that, like, it was going to be, like, poisony cards and not poisony cards. So <laughs> I don't really know who would buy the not poisony cards, but you can guess guess which ones I'm going to go for. Are the cards in the different packs going to have different card backs? I don't see why not. You know what's going to be poison? What? What? Wolf Mill. Oh, oh man, I cannot man. wait to get my hands it's on so some of them swords. Oh, oh my, man, it's pool gonna go every is deck going to I be have. wonderful. Wolf Mill yeah. in the metagame is oh, going to be man. that pool like so freaking tough. Times three. My pool is going to be metagame is going to be so filled. So OP though. Yeah. With with wolves basically. So OP. So watch out for it, folks. Sort of poop and pee. Going to be more expensive than Jace 2.0. Definitely. <sighs> well, guys, the black hole in my wall appears to be some sort of time portal, and it has grown so big that I can actually see through it into a future wherein Scars of Bearden has come out, and all of the information that we have been talking about is completely out of date and uninteresting. So it's probably just about time to wrap up the show. Yeah, maybe you should... uh Go get some sleep or something. Through this portal, however, I can glimpse one additional email, and uh, it is from a Mr. Status Jackson. He says, I demand MTG Explosion 3. Right now! I also want 4 and 5, but will accept a brief delay. Thank you, Status Jackson, for sending me an email through time. Well, guys, anything else you'd like to say before we wrap up this... <laughs> All right. Oh, you. All right. You are three for three, mister. That's it. Oh, my. That's it. Three for three. I'm telling you, that's 6, it. 6,000 points to you. Okay, oh my that's, gosh. that's the end. I'm I'm leaving the show. Hey, V-Rock. What? A one and a two oh, and a one. Please, no two, more. Three, four. Support your local game store by showering ever. Until next time.